Poland was one of the final tests, the occasion when so much detailed planning and preparation could have been jeopardized, but everything went exactly as Lydia Kirov predicted. The satisfaction at being proved right was a brief, passing emotion. After all, she hadn't expected to fail. Poland was further proof for the few who still doubted, not for herself. It was still difficult for her to see it as anything other than a triumphant homecoming. The warning sign went on, and obediently Lydia fastened her safety belt, gazing down at the approaching lights of Sheremetyevo Airport. They created a square pattern of unexpected brightness from the grayness of the surrounding Russian landscape. The faraway glow would be from Moscow. It seemed dull compared to the western capitals into which she had flown over the past few years, and to which she'd fly again before it was all over. Washington would be interesting. She would have liked to have been there for the International Monetary Fund meeting. The embassy had been briefed to monitor and report as much as possible, but because of the need for secrecy, they hadn't been told the reason for the demand, and Lydia knew there would be gaps in the information. She wanted more than the gossip and the rumor. She wanted the conclusions. She was sure she could anticipate them, but it would still have been useful to have confirmation. Her thoughts were interrupted brusquely as the wheels snatched at the moment of landing and the engines went into reverse thrust. They'd reached the right conclusion, she decided. What else could they do? The desk was a mess, but Tom Pike knew where to find everything he wanted among the apparent chaos, plucking the earlier analyses and graphs from the confusion, completely engrossed in his own assessment. It would have been easier had he been in London, actually sitting in on the rescheduling meetings. In New York, all the information was available, but he didn't have the feel of the negotiations. His father had always been sure to have the feel of things, and Pike had dutifully studied his father's success. During his two years with the Federal Reserve Board, Pike had come to know the habits of the chairman and realized that Richard Volger didn't like lengthy opinions. His first draft ran to six pages, and it took two rewrites to bring it down to the two pages that were required. He carefully compared the original to the final report to ensure that he had neglected nothing of importance, and decided to reinsert the potential of Poland's foreign earnings from its coal exports. It took his personal assistant, Lorraine Becker, only half an hour to produce finished copies, so Volger had the analysis of Poland's debt rescheduling by mid-afternoon. Pike guessed there would be others, because Volger spread his options and got as many views as possible, but he knew his would be the first. He was a man who liked working against self-imposed deadlines, constantly wanting to prove himself. The need was carefully concealed, of course. Tom Pike was a man who many thought they knew, but few actually did. The call came on his private line, just as Pike was thinking of leaving the office. Coming down for the meeting? asked his father. I'm part of the official delegation, said Pike. Look forward to seeing you then, said the older man, who had a year of his five-year managing directorship of the International Monetary Fund still to run. Yes, said Pike. It had to be four months since they had last met, 
What do you think of the Polish rescheduling? Pike looked down at his report. Pretty satisfactory, he said generally. Agreement's too loose, insisted the other man. The money should have been specifically assigned, too loose by half. Pike had omitted that opinion from the already submitted report. It was rescheduling for existing loans and interest, he pointed out. It wasn't for anything new. That was the problem in the first place. Insufficient control, said the IMF director. Maybe so, agreed Pike. The problem now is getting out of trouble, not examining how it happened in the first place. It's too late for that. Your mother would like to see you when you come down to Washington. Of course, said Pike. There was a hesitation from the other end of the line, and then his father said, So would I.